Tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the cheap seats with your hosts, Melanie Bracewell and Tim McDonald. Good evening. Thank you for joining us as we look back on the week. Comedian Lloyd Langford joins us live in the desk. Now, where do you want to start, Mel? Busy week, COVID, Paralympics, hurricanes... How about... Trouble in the temple. Right. The monk caught shopping at Sexy Lab. OK. <laughs> Ca Carrie Bickmore is doing a full special on that, so <laughs> we will come back to that. But to the other big news this week, the Abbott reunion, two new songs, a concert, and it made news all over the world. Cho những quý vị nào thích ban nhạc Abba. Money, money, money. That's the one. <laughs> That's Vietnam Sunrise introducing the cash cow, so... I, I saw him at Sexy Land, so... <laughs> <laughs> fans have been out in force, even if they don't always know the words. Ooh, see that girl, Agnetta and Frida have not aged well. That is, that is not good. Still, an amazing reunion after 40 years. Local devotees say it was almost worth the four-decade wait. Almost. almost. <laughs> Abbott fans in Sweden love the new song, except for one fan in the bottom left. Yeah, he's, he's not happy. Wow. One guy not clapping, or as we call it, an audience. Um, <laughs> Look, oh, thanks. <laughs> of course, the race was on to find ABBA-related interviews. You'll barely see the difference now as we cross over to ABBA's Angels. <laughs> Four producers in a wig. Um, <laughs> But look, when it comes to the big exclusive, Channel 9's Richard Wilkins got the interview with the famous foursome. I had the absolute pleasure of sitting down with 50% of ABBA. Yeah. <laughs> he then spoke to 25% of the Beatles, so yeah. it was a wonderful... Yeah, wonderful. restrictions ease once they get to 70% ABBA, so... <laughs> it's amazing. But boy, Benny and Bjorn were happy to be there. The day is finally here. You, you must be thrilled. Yeah, we are really thrilled. <laughs> Really thrilled. What's amazing about that is that is a hologram of Richard Wilkins, which is so lifelike. Still, though, the question is... Can I ask you why you were at Sexy Land? Sorry, that's not the question. <laughs> now to the ongoing COVID crisis, and we have all the coverage. We're reporters on the ground. We have reporters covering all angles. We have Bruce, who's turning 91. <laughs> when they started lockdown, he was 45, so... But the message, though, Mel, remains, get vaccinated. We do have some good news for you this afternoon. This is a live shot at the vaccine hub at Homebush because of scenes like this. Great. Great, an empty vaccine site. What we want to see. There's, there's no line, as Nadia Bartel said to the cops. Um... <laughs> WA Premier Mark McGowan was clear on his vaccination stance. Uh, well, we've been calling for people to get vaccinated since February. Uh, that's 11 months. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> well, the, the, the WA time difference, technically it's January over there, so that's... <laughs> Meanwhile, the virus has reached Shoal Bay and residents aren't happy. Very scared. Petrified now. It's a disappointing that it's actually got out. Does he mean COVID or his beard? What's he... Either that or that's a ZZ Top hologram, and that is amazing. COVID has forced the cancellation of the Adelaide show, but organisers are taking it online with a packed program. Kicking off um, Friday afternoon with a, with a big finale with some fireworks displays online. Great. <laughs> fireworks online, the best medium. <laughs> and you know, you know the itinerary's thin when they say kicking off with a big finale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Might need a few more things. Meanwhile, truckies were upset this week. Others had disappointment. 
after travelling three hours to a truck protest no one showed up to. Okay. <laughs> Reminds me of my 2019 Melbourne Comedy Fest run. So. I was, I was going to say, overacting and no one there. Is that a protest or a fringe show? <laughs> <laughs> Look, we continue to see ugly and violent protests. Despite the heavy police presence and reports of an attempted intrusion, protesters here at State Parliament seemed relatively subdued. You'll come a waltzing Matilda with me. ABBA have still got it. Um, <laughs> wonderful. Although some protesters were arrested. Before a peaceful protest turned violent. You just allowed them do this to me, mate. You know what? This is what they did to Jesus. That's mm. what he said, no. He, he then turned water into Bundy, which was amazing. Yeah. Blessed are the job seekers. Yeah. So, look, Sky News have accused the media of overplaying the virus. They talk this whole crisis up, that there's no hope, that this, you know, oh, it's just shocking, the hospitals can't cope. Who's been saying that? Mark McGowan's hospitals simply can't cope. OK, well, that's... <laughs> Victoria now, where the lockdown continues. Daniel Andrews has announced that Victoria's lockdown will be extended until 2070 of the state. Uh, until 20... Sorry, no, it won't. It will not. <laughs> it might. According to Mark McGowan, that's two months away, so... <laughs> Look, on the bright side, though, playgrounds have reopened. The swings are going to be unfurled and the playgrounds are opening today, but only for the under-12s, only for one parent or carer. You will have to check in with a QR code and no eating or drinking for the adults. The masks will have to stay on. Rather just stay home and watch videos of fireworks. <laughs> the message is, wherever you go, check in. About half check in, I think. But I check in everywhere now, just for fun. OK. <laughs> Meanwhile, kids in New South Wales are finding other ways to stay joyful. Singing songs of hope and support. What their voices may lack, they make up in enthusiasm. Maybe a little harsh. I mean, I mean Keith Urban called them the voice of a generation, yeah. so it's <laughs> Still, spare a thought for those stuck in hotel quarantine who just want one thing. On that note, we've got to take a break. Back with more in the TV. Entertainment. Actually, speaking of entertainment... Hi, I'm Bjorn. And I'm Benny, and thank you for watching... The Cheap Seats. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Exclusive. We're all following the incredible story this week of three-year-old AJ, who was found alive and well after three days alone in the bush. Sunrise, I think we're running out of updates, though. He loves chicken noodles, AJ, so he's going to be tucking into them this morning, I'm told. OK. All right, Matt, keep us posted. Keep us posted. <laughs> Sadly, his Uber Eats is still at large. So <laughs> It's been another wild week of wild weather, hurricanes, bushfires. What else? A truck carrying garlic bread bursts into flames. OK. What a delicious crash. Uh... Thankfully, it ran into a truck full of pizza and Diet Coke, so it's fine. It's fine. It's been another week of wild weather with residents in the states recovering from Hurricane Ida. We don't have any levee system here. Those walls in New Orleans, the water pushed back in the lake. When it pushes back, this is what you get. Yeah. 
And when you're talking about water breaking, it's important to get an expert. So let's go back to Dylan now for more on today's weather. Dylan, what are we looking at? Well, there certainly is a lot going on, of course. Yeah, right. nice. in the Northeast. Meanwhile, some parts of the U.S. are actually facing droughts. Nearly 100 people carried water three miles to a pond that is on the verge of drying up. I'm not sure you can fix a drought with San Pellegrino. <laughs> Just needs a truck of garlic bread and that'll be right. Yeah, delicious. India is in the midst of monsoon season. The labour room is empty. Patients are missing. Instead, we spot fish. Okay. <laughs> Actually, staying overseas and some better news now, COVID. And, that's not quite, and some even better news, they've discovered a new variant. The so-called Mu strain. Known as Mu. Mu. Called Mu. Nothing to sneeze at, though. <laughs> Across the ditch, New Zealand remains in lockdown. Mask mandates are in and this expert gave an unexpected answer. And Joe, what about the best for protecting others? It's going to be the same thing. And I know what you're thinking. You know, why should I wear this mask if it's not 100% effective? But you know what else isn't 100% effective? condoms, and you should probably be wearing those if you're mingling with strangers. Okay. That took a turn. Uh, that took a turn. You know what else isn't effective? That jumper. Yeah. Uh, that, is, that is bizarre. That's, uh, from a man who did not expect to celebrate Father's Day this year. <laughs> How is your boyfriend? Yeah. <laughs> He's shaved the mo. That's good. Uh, Kiwis are divided on the restrictions. Lockdown's really fun because... No, it's there's... not. Okay. <laughs> Actually, one Kiwi is trying to spread some cheer. Get your hips and lips rolling. Hopefully we can just have some fun. Up to 100,000 people tune in to watch his Facebook Lives. Or 12, as we can see <laughs> on there. I've said it before, we are the last show that should be making that show. You get the sense that this New Zealander is desperate for company. Hopefully bring a couple of people into my bubble, like close family, my dog. Dogs are important in lockdown. They really are. I would add this dog. So this is such a talented dog. It's a one-year-old golden lab from Wellington. <laughs> see, I see that dog, but I'd, I'd add this dog. Here he is showing off his medical skills as he gives Emily a fake vaccine. <laughs> He's now been arrested. <laughs> the, the fake vaccine and then the fake COVID passport was a step too far. It was a, it was a combo Pfizer and flea treatment, so it's fine. <laughs> Look, no matter where you look, COVID continues to run rampant and there's only one word to describe it. This is a catamalistic, cat, just a fear beyond my ability to describe it. Well said. <laughs> well said. Heading back home now, Mel, and here's an odd list. MDMA, LSD, uh, cannabis and cocaine. It's uh, my rider. Uh... <laughs> no, no, no. We, we've done a dose swap with Columbia, so... <laughs> Actually, the stash was allegedly discovered in cans by a sniffer dog and a policeman, but you get the sense was a little too excited by the find. PD Radar and Quincy made short work of the search for drugs inside this Callum Road home. Oh, good boy. Good boy, buddy. Woohoo! Yes, buddy! You, know, you don't get to keep the drugs. That's not how it works. <laughs> There are plans to upgrade the Gold Coast Botanical Gardens and no-one knows the environment better than local Mayor Tom Tate. A $10 million world-class biodiversity visitor centre will be built at the gardens. It will be about education, teaching the next generation about botany and all the green and uh, fauna and fauna. Fauna and fauna, all that good stuff. <laughs> I think he's had some of the green. <laughs> Actually, if anywhere needs a sniffer dog, it's the Gold Coast Botanical Gardens. <laughs>
Look, to the big story in Wagga Wagga this week. A Wagga couple may have topped the list for unusual wedding locations, tying the knot surrounded by meat, with an intimate ceremony at the South Wagga Butchery. <laughs> surrounded by meat. Save that for the honeymoon. <laughs> they would have been engaged. He just called a ticket. <laughs> Thank you for the minute silence. <laughs> actually, why did they get married at the butchers? Trouble in the temple. OK, that's... Actually, speaking of love, you might remember this clip from The Bachelor we played last week featuring an expert in face reading. Both have very deep-set eyes. You're more of a, like, curvature here because you have such a sensitive chin. You both have, like, the eyelid coming down. So the thing that's, like, just screaming at me is your two foreheads. <laughs> <laughs> now, that was face reader Marie Chandler, who during the week reached out to us to offer us our very own face reading. So would you please welcome from face reading Sydney, Marie Chandler! <laughs> Marie, thanks so much for joining us and getting in touch. You're a professional face reader. I just have one question. What are you talking about? Uh... <laughs> well, when you look at somebody's face, their biography is written all over their face, so we can tell the story of your childhood, who you are, how you are, how your personality evolves. What? Maybe... That's, a, that's a lot. Uh... Maybe, not, maybe not my childhood. We're only on at 9 o'clock, so... <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep it PG, Marie. Um, so... Obviously, COVID, a lot of people are wearing masks these days. Have you had to rebrand to an eyebrow reader? <laughs> well, the eyes are the windows to the soul, so just that eye connection, you can tell deeply what's going on with someone. Marie, you were on The Bachelor. You helped Jimmy narrow down who to choose. Did you think he would yeah. choose Holly? I had narrowed it down to a couple. As in the couple that you spoke to <laughs> in the final week. Marie, those powers. Um, well... I think, it's, it, I think it's that time of the show. You very kindly offered to give Mel and I a professional face reading. My Absolutely. colleague Mel Bracewell is sitting here. When you look at Mel's face, what do you see? Look, I just see... Uh, I don't have forehead screaming at me. <laughs> the brilliance of a fringe. But what I see with Mel is the lines here and here. So I know the base of your face, your practical side, your nose, your identity, and then your mouth, your expression, and your chin and jaw, that ability to put it into action. So it's just strength, confidence and courage. Oh, that sounds good. Now, a, ro a... now roast him. Say, <laughs> say he's got a weak chin. Go, go, go. Look, what I, what I see with you is the straight lines. So there's an element of rules with you where you have some rules that you've made up in your head that people need to live by. And... <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm, not a, I'm not a chief health officer, Marie. <laughs> In that green room, he is a dictator. So. <laughs> what else, A sensitive Marie? dictator. Um, you've got really large um, ears that are laid back, so I know you're someone like <laughs> Marie, Marie, there's a fine line between face reading and abuse. <laughs> do, I, do I have any redeeming facial no, features? Honestly, be careful with the insults. You can hear them loud and clear. <laughs> Ears set back means you're a very good listener. Marie, Marie, do we have a future? Do we have a future together? As, as go you do, because you have noses that tell... Your noses tell me you go straight to the point. 
And the width in your face encourages trust with other people. So absolutely, people will trust you. Whether they should or not is up to them. <laughs> oh, that was absolutely illuminating. Thank what? you so much, Marie. We'll be back with Chinese right after this. The release of the James Bond. James Bond. James Bond. Bond movie. You have the role of Will on Bel Air. Lil Nas X is expecting. Fans will be treated to a virtual version of ABBA. Kanye is being trolled by Peppa Pig. You shut up. Joining us to bring a bit of that show, there's a razzle dazzle to the desk. It's our very own cultural correspondent, Mel Dracina. <laughs> Mel, thanks for joining us. I'm sorry you had to see Razzle Dazzle there. <laughs> what have you been watching this week in showbiz? Okay, so last week I had Abba News. It wasn't technically news. Uh, but today I have Abba News. So hang on, hang on. Last week you had nothing. And this week it's five days late. <laughs> what can you tell us? And you kind of already covered it, so it's not really news. <laughs> but no, go on, you've got your paper okay, there. What have well, we got? Seeing as you insist. For the first time in 40 years, they've released two new singles. Benny and Bjorn made the announcement with UK TV host Zoe Ball. And you have to thank COVID for making awkward greetings more awkward. Please put your hands together for ABBA's Benny and Bjorn. <laughs> So Bjorn gets a hug while Benny is deemed tier one. So. <laughs> Look, looking at Bjorn, that was like knowing me, knowing me too. You've just got to draw the line. <laughs> got to draw the line somewhere. Uh, in case you missed it, they're planning to perform as avatars or holograms, and they were really talking up the technology. Us being able to go on the road as holograms—is that really possible? Uh, and the answer to that is no, it isn't. <laughs> so, if you have tickets, you might want to consider a refund. They are planning an online fireworks show, though, so <laughs> do check that out. Uh, over on Sunrise, they got to talking about possible band reunions. Yeah. What else could you bring back? Yeah, yeah. Any sets? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Oh, with Michael, mm. yeah. Elvis Presley. Mm. Yes. Mm. So many of them. These guys are actually alive doing it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike the conversation she just killed. <laughs> in, in, in Koshy's defence, he's been a hologram for five years. So <laughs> give him some slack. Uh, and, of course, reaction around the world has been insane. I've been waiting for Abba's comeback since I was a teenager. From New York City, Central Park, my grand must listen to ABBA. My mama has listened to ABBA. Reaction here in Australia has been a little less enthusiastic. I heard one of the songs today. It's pretty ordinary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on to streaming, I watched the Netflix original film He's All That, a remake of the 90s classic She's All That, which I love. Uh, so same storyline but with a gender role swap of a hot girl, Black Mel, uh, who makes a bet with her friends to make a nerdy guy Hot. <laughs> Spoiler alert, the nerdy guy's already hot. He just dresses badly. Oh, like, I can't even tell what's the before and what's the after. <laughs> they both just look like Kmart mannequins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfortunately, it has some rather strange editing fails, like in this scene when the main character, Paget is dancing but appears to lose half her arm. We'll be 
It happens so quick. Can we see that as a freeze frame? Oh, oh wow. See, this is the trouble with holograms because they just don't <laughs> look quite right. Uh, there's another one here when she's handing out flyers but also isn't handing out flyers. The photography. So she's got her stack. Allegedly. There you go. You get a flyer. Get any of his pictures, so. You get a what flyer. About... Jokes, you get air. <laughs> you get nothing. <laughs> you know, you know the budget is thin when they can't afford to spare some A4. <laughs> a little bit like us. Yeah. yeah. She was delivering more than you did last week, though. So <laughs> cut her some slack. Cut her some slack. What a bench coming from you who's been at Sexy Land all week. <laughs> good point. Good point. Shout out to my very good friends. <laughs> Um, free to air, starting with The Block and Photogate. In case you missed Channel 9's wall-to-wall promotion of the saga, someone got their hands on a photo of the show's production schedule. Whoa. <laughs> and as you would imagine, the contestants were not happy. There were a lot of strong words. You disgusting, ignorant, young piece of filth. And you're a two-faced, bitchy grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that The Block or National Cabinet? <laughs> Uh, then there was this twist from Tanya. I got a text message from a tradie. We're all thinking dick pic, right? Yeah, absolutely. We're not all thinking. Uh, <laughs> I, know, I know things aren't good at home. But, uh, <laughs> sorry, Bill. Sorry. Um, we're coming across as Bjorn and Agnetta at the moment. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bro. Over on Seven, the voice rolls on. Uh, they finish spinning chairs, but the final's still a way off, so they have to come up with ways to pad out the series, like when Keith said this. I've got uh, an idea okay. of how we can maybe break through the nerves today. OK. Do you trust me? Yeah, I trust you. Good. All right, <laughs> come on. This might be a little bit extreme. Can you guess what the idea was? Was it uh, cocaine on a Kmart plate? <laughs> <laughs> Was it a trip to a Buddhist temple? <laughs> <laughs> they went on a jumping castle. Oh, wow. Yeah. And... <laughs> so, hang on, hang on. Following Keith Urban down a dark alley is meant to ease your nerves? <laughs> <laughs> Where he's got a children's playground. <laughs> <laughs> well, as Law put it... If I got told this morning that I was going to be jumping on a castle with Keith Urban... Yeah, I would have auditioned for SAS Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, here on 10, Survivor is at the pointy end. After so many weeks, the three remaining girls have morphed into identical triplets. What's, what's amazing is one of them is Jonathan LaPaglia, so that's... <laughs> they've been there a while. Kara uh, went home last night. Couldn't tell you which one that is, but <laughs> set for an amazing final next Sunday. Great. Great. Uh, now, to finish up this week with the dramatic finale of The Bachelor, it began Wednesday night with three ladies... Holly, Jay and Brooke. Uh, Jay was sent home after Jimmy discovered that she had once dated the New Zealand bachelor. We all have. (laughs) Really? There he is. (laughs) You sure? I think we need to do an image check on that. Uh, Anyway, it was then down to Holly versus Brooke. Brooke decided she wanted to show Jimmy her sexy side. And we're up to that stage in the relationship now where we should be doing that. Should we put a raspberry in the champagne? Yeah, let's do that. This is even fancier. Cheers, Brookie. Thank you for an amazing night. Thank you. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) There's just so 
so much to unpack there. Like, first, fruit in champagne, making it fancier, yeah. fruitier, maybe. Yeah. And then the wink. Gosh, even Jimmy was trying to find his safe word to get out of that one. <laughs> I, I think it was Holly. Uh. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought it was Jacob's Creek. So, anyway, and that, that wink, though, that was just sending a message to her family that she's being treated well by her captors. <laughs> so, just a little. Uh, for their final date, Jimmy and Holly went to Uluru, just the two of them. And to be sharing this moment with Holly feels really special. Hi, guys. Hi. Oh, is there anything more romantic than having a date crashed by your parents? Wearing matching puffer jackets. <laughs> it's like ultimate couple goals. Eventually, uh, mum and dad left. Um, All right, guys. Love you both. See you. Bye. See you, guys. I love how Jimmy's dad's like, love you both, when earlier he told his son to choose the other girl. Because yeah. <laughs> she winked at him. <laughs> what did you say with your accent? <laughs> <laughs> Move on, girl. Move on. Bachelor after dark. <laughs> uh, in the end, Jimmy went with his heart and chose sports bet favourite, Holly, uh, <laughs> which meant he had to deliver the bad news to Brooke. And all respect to Brooke, she took the power back with the classic you can't fire me because I quit move. Maybe you're not for me then. <sighs> yeah, I, th I think you just said that. <laughs> She was like, maybe you're not for me then. <laughs> um, if I had to sum up the series and pick my favourite woman, it would have to be Jimmy's mum, Susan. I'm very spiritual um, and I just feel like it's meant to be. All right. <laughs> Good chat. Would you please take Mel just There's plenty happening around the globe in the world of sport. And to take us through it, will you please welcome Titus O'Reilly? Thank you, thank you. Congratulations, Titus. That is a very convincing hologram. It oh. is. <laughs> that is very convincing. I look, I look about their age, actually. If we had a face-reading expert now, what do you reckon they'd say about... Stop eating? <laughs> You've been in touch with Marie. Yeah. <laughs> I thought yours were very accurate, by the way. You know, the ears thing. If you've got ears, you can hear. Amazing. <laughs> Just such an insight. I think your eyes see. See, I can do this for a living. What have your eyes been watching? Well, what is... Best segue, yes. Sensitive segue. Uh, uh, well, well, Tim, I've been uh, watching the US Open. It's all about the US Open at the moment. It's currently on. Ash Barty's out, so we don't really care in Australia about it anymore. But the big story, as you'd expect at a tennis tournament, is how long should you spend in the toilet? Because during this... This, is, this isn't the 100 with Andy Lee, OK? You can't be asking those kind of questions. <laughs> it's not? It's been a horrible mix-up. Uh, Stefanos Tsitsipas has been upsetting other players. He's been taking toilet breaks that go for up to eight minutes long. And here's the reaction. Murray says he's lost respect for the Greek star after he took lengthy toilet breaks. And the toilet's right there. What's he doing? What's he doing in there? It's never once taken me that long to go to the toilet, ever. It's so interesting. How, what do they think he's doing that's so 
nefarious. Like, you think he's like Googling tennis tips or something? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think, I think he's, How to serve. <laughs> I think he's Googling the word nefarious. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what he has been doing? He's been going and changing his clothes because they're so wet from sweating. Oh. And so that's really? why he's taking so long. Andy Murray went as far as to tweet this after the match. Fact of the day, it takes <laughs> Stefanos Tsitsipas twice as long to go to the bathroom as it takes Jeff Bezos to fly into space. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> it takes Andy Murray twice as long to write a tweet with Bezos spelled correctly. Yeah. <laughs> amazing if he worked for Bezos, he wouldn't be able to go at all. So well, <laughs> that is amazing. I know. I don't like this judging people on how long they take to go to the bathroom. It feels like the end of society for me. Uh, while Sitsipas, he did attempt to defend himself and it didn't go that well. I, I don't watch other people's business, but I remember watching it when I was younger. Um, can you please check uh, when Andy Murray faced Novak Djokovic at the final here, uh, before the fifth set, uh, that break? Can you yeah. please uh, look it up and let me know next time? I did. He took less than three minutes. Less than three, <laughs> le- less than three minutes. Okay. I actually did look that up this week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's every argument I've ever been in in a relationship. Like, I come in with this amazing argument. Like, where were you last night? I was in hospital. Oh. (laughs) He should have taken the time in one of his bathroom breaks to ask Siri first. (laughs) Mark McGowan caught it 11 months, so there's a bit of debate. There's a bit of debate. Uh, Now, there's different approaches to managing COVID at sporting events around the world. And look at this. This is at college football this week in the United States. Slightly different to over here. Very difficult game of Where's Wally? (laughs) It just shows you that white people can jump, but not in time to the music. (laughs) Uh, The Bulldogs beat the Brisbane Lions in the finals thanks to Bailey Smith's three goals, and here he is providing some amazing insight. We're just going to roll it for you. Can you just take us through every moment right here? Yeah. Um... No, I don't know. I've got no idea here. Talk us through this celebration. What's what's going on right after that? Mate, I don't know. <laughs> Take us through the concussion test. <laughs> Actually, I was watching Titus. Seven years Adelaide cover the game, and you get the sense the sports reporter was expecting a bigger laugh for his joke. It's time for sport, and it's all just falling into place for Port Adelaide. You'd be thrilled. Jane, they've still got two games to win, but next week's opponent, the Dogs, tough game last night. The skipper's got a knee injury and knee problem. And can you believe this? The Dogs flew from Launceston to mm-hmm. Brisbane to Perth. They fly back to Adelaide to play next week. They've got frequent flyer points they coming have. up everywhere. <laughs> coming up after the break, we will have Bologna. He was, he was then moved to Seven Perth, Seven Tasmania, <laughs> Community TV. I feel like people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Uh, well, in the NRL, which is approaching finals, have a look at this amazing try. Tom Jaboy beats two, three, maybe a fourth. They're coming out of his beat six and seven. Top the Wyverts has been an eight. Oh, wow. No, no, no. Now, amazing amount of broken tackles. Have a listen to this commentator trying to actually count them. I don't have enough fingers to count how many tackles he's just broken. <laughs> it was nine. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> if you can't get to nine using your fingers, you qualify to be an NRL commentator. <laughs> Uh, now, have a look at this. This is in Turkey. This is a Whoa. plane being flown through a 2.3 kilometre tunnel and they're going at 245 kilometres an hour. In a 60 zone. That is amazing. <laughs> That's right. On each side, there's just four metres from the wingtip to the edge and he's having to adjust it as he actually flies, which you can only do this in lockdown, obviously. Uh, yeah. Probably yeah. don't have time to show the whole tunnel. Um, <laughs> Oh, man. Hanging person driving through that day going, that was today? (laughs) (laughs) He's happy because they can't toll you when you're going that fast. (laughs) What's amazing about that formation, that that sharp rise, that's known as the Berejiklian. That's very hard to do. (laughs) Very hard to do. Uh, And lastly, it was Father's Day on Sunday, as you'd all know, and I love a good dad's joke. And here's a dad that lives next to a golf course, and whenever a golfer hits a ball into his yard, this is what he does. He, he does that with Tiger Woods. He lies next to his car and just pretends. Incredible. We've got to take a break. Thanks, Tiger. See you next time. It's almost time to introduce our very special guest. Meet the man sailing Loch Ness in his homemade boat. Lloyd Langford is not far away, but staying in Scotland, the message is to get tested and to follow the signs. Scotland has recorded more than 6,000 new COVID cases. Almost 15% of the tests were positive. Let's go through this. There's no entry, exit only, entrance, entrance, entry only, and a fence. I mean, you can't can't get a vaccine, but the Feng Shui is excellent. (laughs) To Ireland, where they are starting to reopen essential businesses. Dance classes and indoor sports will resume. Restrictions around bingo will also be eased. (laughs) Stage one is at 66 clickety clicks. They're only going to reopen when they get to two fat ladies. So that is... Despite the pandemic, though, Wales have opened up and, although I'm not sure about this new tourism slogan... Wales First Minister had this message for anyone considering heading there. Please visit Wales, but do it later. Okay. (laughs) Well, let's ask our favourite Welshman. He's a writer, stand-up jazz man. Here's just a taste. My name is Lloyd and uh, this is my voice. My old nan used to have a saying, if they use it for scaffolding... Then keep it away from your ass. Cardi B and I decided to do uh, Tom, tight Welsh bum cheek. Please welcome Lloyd Do you agree with that Welsh tourism campaign? Please visit Wales, but do it later. Well, I was going to go back, but having seen that clip now, I think I'll wait. <laughs> uh, look, very special day. It was Father's Day on Sunday. You, of course, uh, will soon be a dad. How does that feel? <laughs> well, question. How does it feel to be on the least professional show on Australian TV? Um, our big problem at the moment is deciding on the name for the baby. Mm. This is, of course, you and your partner, Anne Edmonds, yep. who's a friend of... There, there you are there. Yeah. I don't know the sex. 
um, of the baby. Anne is 100% woman. Um, and I really want to call the baby Trevor, regardless. And um, that is... Uh, I'm finding some resistance. Um, uh, no... from, from the baby? Or... <laughs> and I believe you've had a scan. Is that... Is that... We've got it there. Oh, wow. Yeah. You can I... see that the baby already has Adam's temperament. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Trevor looks just like you. <laughs> I believe you've actually brought in your visa. Is that correct? Wow. That's my, um, yeah, that's my partnership visa. That gives me uh, the same rights as any Australian. Um, I can now. I go... don't even have those. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to go and visit uh, Scott Morrison's family next weekend. <laughs> lovely. Little baby Trevor. Lovely. L lovely touch. Well, of course, we're in lockdown. You can't gig. Have you been doing any other sort of business ventures in the time? Um, someone contacted me on Instagram and they asked if they could purchase photographs and video of my feet. <laughs> Wow, yeah. incredible. So how much did you charge? The... <laughs> there it is there. Oh, wow, just putting them out for free. Yeah, I'm actually angry that that's up there. <laughs> you didn't bring that in, did you? <laughs> that, that's a little taster of what you could be getting. <laughs> if, if you want souls. Can we, can, we, can we bring those feet up again? You have very sensitive heels. <laughs> well, that is amazing. How much money did they offer you? So they think? offered me... They wanted six photographs and two videos and they offered me $7,300. Wow. Yeah. It's more than we're getting. Uh, <laughs> what did you say? And I said, yeah, of course. Um, because I have very little connection to my feet. You know, they're the furthest part of me away from my consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> I, was happy, I was happy to do it and then they... They... I love that you're brushing that aside as normal. I was happy to take photos of my naked feet and send them to a stranger. For $7,300, I would have sent them, like, a coffee table book. Um, like, they... So we had, a, we had a conversation and I said, what, how do you want me to take the photographs? Because, like, I've never done this before. <laughs> I thought that would keep them interested, you know? I was, like, um, I'm sort of... Um, uh, sort of fresh-faced right. newbie. Oh, were you worried that they'd be like, oh, he seems a bit too into it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're worried that foot fetish people are going to be like, this is too weird. <laughs> so then they sent me some guide photographs and um, one of them it would, was me on all fours on the bed. I'd love if people are tuning in right now. <laughs> so you're on all fours on the bed. With my, my soles pointing towards the camera and sort of me sort of coquettishly <laughs> looking over my shoulder. All of the photographs had the face in, they wanted the face in. And I said, oh, look, you've offered me money for feet, not face. <laughs> like, this is different. <laughs> and Anne said, you can't have these photographs with your face in because they'll just be put on the internet. Yeah. So I, I, I replied to the guy, I said, oh, thank you for the offer, but I think I'm going to have to decline. <laughs> And he said, I'll pay you double the money. Straight away, double. Double yeah, the money. So $14,600. And they're at lloydsheels.com.au. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all the time we have. So thanks so much, Lloyd. Good luck with you, baby. Thanks for
seats. Hey, stick around. The Socceroos are up straight after this playing Vietnam. But now it's time for viewer feedback. Thanks for all your feedback. You can get in touch with us on our socials below. Actually, this review came in from a fan. And Jenny said to say congratulations too. Thank I haven't been able to pass it on to you. Thank you, Jenny. <laughs> Moving to New Zealand, they're currently in lockdown, which means a lot of businesses have had to close. Movie Max Timaru made sure to keep their voicemail up to date. Hello, and thank you for calling Movie Max Digital Cinemas Timaru. We are currently closed until... Wow, fuck you. Hello, and thank you for calling Movie Max. Digital Cinemas Timaru. We are currently closed until level two. You can see more. No, for fuck's Well, look, it's important to know when you're being recorded. Actually, these kids in the crowd of a Little League game in the US learned that the hard way. Whoa. <laughs> they had the same reaction when they saw Lloyd's feet. So. <laughs> Getting a lot of viewer feedback about that. Mind you, lots of junior competitions are being cancelled due to COVID. You get the sense Channel 7's Amanda Abate really couldn't care less. And Amanda, before I go, a big blow for the Southport Sharks. The VFL final series has been cancelled. Oh, no, very disappointing. All right. <laughs> well, I think Amanda was less impressed about her new Gold Coast News co-host, judging by this laugh. Well, I won't say welcome to the team, Steve, because you've been with us for a very long time, but welcome to the desk. You're in safe company there with Amanda. <laughs> it's great to have him here. <laughs> by the sounds of it. I know that laugh well. Okay. <laughs> Actually, look, my favourite host, without a doubt, is Seven News Townsville's Rob Bruff. But, Rob, when you're thanking your weatherman, just stick to one phrase. So if you can join me then, now it's back to the team. Yeah, traffic loop, good on you, mate. Thank you very much. Nice having you company. We'll catch you tomorrow. Just pick one. <laughs> just go with one. I love Rob Bruff because he has this amazing ability to add so much to a story. From puppuccinos to pampering to something a little more fast-paced. Laura Lavelle, 7 News. Puppuccinos, hey? <laughs> I'm missing out on All righty, we'll take a break in a moment. Bodybuilders battle with mental health. Puppuccinos, eh? Look, just quickly, I've been watching a lot of press conferences and a reminder to Maurice Payne, your interpreter doesn't have to look exactly like you. There is no place in our community for violence. Category. In showbiz news, the promo for Dan Ewing on SAS came out this week and it was pretty full on. Break! Break! The machine from Home and Away. There's no acting on this course for me. There's no cut, there's no trailer. This is Dan Ewing. For our boys, for our boys. What does Dan Ewing do when he is sleep deprived? What will Dan do when his back's against the wall? Speak in the third person. <laughs> he said there's no trailer during a trailer. Actually, before we go, can we just check in for the last time on that Movie Max voicemail? Hello, and thank you for calling Movie Max. Digital Cinemas Timaru. We are currently closed until we reach level two. Check our website for updates on... Oh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> we are done. We'll see you next week.